I'm Mike. I'm Dave. And this is Between the Lines. And we're back. I am back. Yeah, we it's yeah, we we've got a feels like it's been forever It does. Day. It does, but it's only been it's well for you it's been what about 4 weeks? Rough no. 3 um, weeks. Maybe. Yeah, 2 2 3 weeks roughly. Yeah, yeah, I did the I did a solo podcast last week. We encourage everyone to go back and check that out. Um I basically just went through and discussed um the abrupt exit in Afghanistan and the ensuing chaos that happened afterwards um touched on uh some some of the stuff with that um uh, before that we had uh, an episode on um well, actually a two-part series on interactions with the police and the before that we had an episode on south africa and cuba it seems like the world is just unraveling one city state at a time um if we could um y- y- you know uh just calm down a little bit on the uh, apocalypse bingo. Uh, that'd be that'd be wonderful. Um, <laughs> bingo. Yep. Some, somebody's gonna call it here one of these days. I swear it. Uh, today we have a little bit of a special episode. Um, Dave took his vacation to Virginia. Virginia. Where 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 exactly did you go? Uh, West Side, Shenandoah Valley. Shenandoah Valley. Um, and. Um, he he ran into um, a distillery down there. I didn't run into it. I purposely crashed into oh, it. Oh, okay. So, right. well, <laughs> in a I manner mean... of speaking, I wasn't drinking before I found the distillery. <laughs> of course, that would have made for an interesting story had sure that been would. the case. Sure but would. no. But uh, at any rate, uh, tell me about this place. This place seems like it was pretty cool. Uh, place has been there. My understanding is that the facility itself has been there for probably roughly about. Uh, five years, but the actual company has been around for roughly about 10 to 15. Uh, they started out of the Washington, D.C. area, mm. um, and they got this idea. Uh, they they always did small batch, so very small casket, yeah, sure. but, uh, and that's how they tested everything out, and then they wanted to expand their operation and ended up moving out to Virginia, a little town called, uh, I'm going to probably mess this up, it's called Mowerton, or Mowertown, uh, which is about Roughly about 30 to 40 minutes uh, north of Harrisonburg, which is the mm. largest city yeah. on that part of um, Virginia. But it's beautiful out there. It's nothing but just hills. It's the Blue Ridge, or the, um, yeah, the Blue Ridge Parkway. Oh, nice. And, nice. Um, of course, you can see the um, Appalachians. It's, it's just, it's a beautiful area. I mean, and it's all farm country. And, of course, you have a couple of bigger cities, you know, just spotted in between. But... This place, uh, they've only been doing their stuff for, you know, I mean, th- I think the oldest, the oldest that they have there as far as like the oldest um, cask is like five years old okay. or something or six years old or something. Relatively young operation. Yeah, they have some that are older, but they were from their original operation sure. and they don't sell that stuff too often. <laughs> that sure. stuff's kept on reserve. Yeah, that's their uh, private yeah. private batch. Basically. So to speak. Uh, to be clear, uh, in no way, shape, or form are we sponsored by this place. No, um, but w- Dave was impressed um, with their operation, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, he brought a couple of samples um, of the whiskey, and I'm, I'm looking at it right now, and this is this is some exquisite looking stuff. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, this is like smells wonderful. T- 
top top quality. I mean, they, from my understanding, they source all their stuff locally. So the farmers, uh, where they get their stuff from, they know them personally and they work with them directly. Uh, we'll be trying out their single estate here in a little bit. I'll be trying to stay between the lines on the way home. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) Hey, in today's episode, we were doing a podcast. Don't talk so loud. <laughs> I can whisper too. Yeah, there's there's so many different types of drunks, and that that guy is absolutely the one I hate the most. The guy that ha- I, I said it at work the other day. The guy that has to tell you he's drunk. <laughs> hey man, I'm so hammered. Uh, you know, like this is normal. I'm like, wait, I I think Jim Brewer did a did a joke yeah, about that. Jim too. Brewer does that spot on. He, yeah, he can he can go from zero to hammered in no time. He's like that. What was that guy that used to be on the uh, the old Dean Martin roast and I'm trying to think of his oh. name. You know who I'm talking about? I think it was Dean Martin. But Dean no, Martin himself. Well, Dean Martin himself hammered. used to do that. He played a good drunk guy. Of course, sometimes you couldn't tell <laughs> if he was, was playing or if accurate. he was acting. <laughs> but there was another guy, and I can't. They used to call him the Reverend. Um, oh, I don't know. Uh, I will bring it up sometime yeah, at later. Some point. But but uh, that guy was pretty hilarious. He always played the uh, the town drunk, I guess. So. Most. My my biggest expertise so far is in wine. I, I mean, I know whiskey somewhat, but I mean, I'm 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 swirling this around and I'm seeing some legs, some legs on this, just like you would on a wine. Usually, that's indicative of a higher um, alcohol content yeah. when it comes to wine, so it bodes well for the whiskey. <laughs> it smells great. I'm gonna just give it a quick sip. Just to get the burn out of the way. It is smooth. Let me get a long sip here to give 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 my mouth a time to party with it. This is our ASMR episode where we. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and everybody on the other end of the the podcast was like, "Ooh." It's got a punch to it. <laughs> yes, it does. Boy, that bites your tongue. It is rye, so you have to remember rye's got some spice it to does. it. It does. Boy, that burns, but it's good. It's a good burn. It is a good burn. <laughs> My eyes watering a little bit, <laughs> and I can't breathe. No, I'm just joking. I am going to take a little bit of a palate cleanser, though. All right, folks. We will uh, be absolutely 110% unproductive through the entirety <laughs> of this podcast. I made my nose run a little bit. I think I just... I might have been a little bit over emphatic with the swishing around in my mouth, <laughs> but uh, it does have like I can I'm tasting I could taste the barrel I taste the yeah. oak I mean of, of of anything else I taste the oak hmm. I got a little bit of a palate cleanser there and I want to get another I want to go in there again if you drop a little bit of water in there it will really open yeah it up. you'll you'll mmm. There's that damn clicking. For all of you, I'm going to try to edit that out of the podcast. But if <laughs> if, if, if um, there's there's this weird clicking that we keep getting picked up, and I'll, I'll try to get it out of there, but I don't even know where it's coming from. So basically, for 45 minutes, you listen to two guys drink whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> where else can you go except for between the lines? That's better. Yeah, I got. I definitely pick up the oak. 
I'm not real good with flavoring whiskeys. Like I can yeah. flavor a wine, but it, to me, it just tastes like well, they I think on this oak one. and alcohol. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There's, it's semi sweet. It's like I've had some bourbons where it tastes like maple syrup. I guess this is a rye, not a bourbon, but French oak wine barrels. Yep. Damn, I'm good. And you can tell that it's a French oak, too, because those that are into wine and whiskeys, um, like French oak is more flat and mellow. Uh, American oak is more sharp and vanilla. It makes me wonder if somebody just went out into the woods one day, cut a piece of bark off, and just started (laughs) licking it. (laughs) This one's mellow. (laughs) Really mellow, man. They should have a taste test. Just put pieces of bark... In front of somebody. That's where I think sometimes those sommeliers with the wine, I think they're full of shit most yeah. of the time. They're just making it up as they go along. I get notes of tobacco. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I get notes of pretentiousness. Yeah, exactly. It's like, come on. I don't get no tobacco. I get grapes. It's made out of grapes. <laughs> it's delicious. It's yeah. grapes and it's delicious. Exactly. I don't want... Sh- if, if, it, if your grapes taste like tobacco, there's something fucking wrong with your grapes. <laughs> What have you been smoking? Hey, exactly. I, I sit at home and I shove concords in my pipe. This is really this is really good stuff. Though. It is. Like I'm I'm impressed. Well, this one this one won a silver, I think, the first year. And I, again I forgive me because I'm not up to speed on this stuff. But they um they were saying how this one won a silver in some competition and then the very next year it won a gold. Um so but it just goes to show that the quality of the product changes from year to year too, depending on oh yeah, oh, depending yeah. on the batches and stuff and how it's. Since I've been starting to make wine, it's it's very evident to me that it's different even from batch to batch. Yeah, like you try to go for the same end result. I could but put the same exact measurements of the same exact ingredients, and 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 it comes out completely different. The fermentation, it's it's unpredictable what well it's the like fermentation it's is. like you said before with regards to the wine the the water yeah water that, makes a huge difference in does. anything it does really when it comes down that's to it. why and that's why like um your chardonnays and your bordeaux and things like that they're they're special because of where they come from yeah um, the region in france where they come from there's minerals in the soil that changes the water and it and the minerals then get into the grapes and and it ch- it completely changes the profile of yeah. the wine, and that's why it's so expensive because you can only get that profile in that region of France. That's why it's so expensive. I think too, like uh, I mean, most people know that tomatoes they grow especially better when you have a heavier uh, concentration of lightning storms that yeah. happen. Yeah. So Nitrogen. I mean, so I mean that would that changes from season to season too. So I mean, just the simple natural effects. On the outdoor environment itself, you know. Well, they one of the most interesting things I learned uh, during the winemaking um, was that they actually took like Cabernet Sauvignon grapes from France and Chardonnay grapes from France, and they transported them to vineyards in California because California and France are pretty close as far as um, the uh, latitude. So the mm. their uh, their uh, Seasons in some places are are relatively the same. So, but what happened was, is the the wines weren't coming out the same, and that it was always thought that the grapes are what made the wine yeah. and the things like that. But the 
although they're good in California, they're just not the same yeah. as as what they were. The same same grapes from the same lineage go to a different place, and they're just completely different. Well, I'm just thinking, like, think of Upper State, even like in Washington towards yeah. Mount Saint Helens. Yep. You know the 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 ash or the the volcanic uh, mix in with the soil that's up there. I'm sure makes for phenomenal. Yeah, and that's growing properties. Yep, and that's like uh, Italy, the the Italian wines and things like <laughs> Memphis, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because of the the ash and the soil. Yeah, the, everything that happened there thousands of years ago. Uh, but the vineyards in Italy were all. Thank you, Pompeii. Yeah, they, they they revolutionized <laughs> the way that the, you they made wine because yeah. it was just you know they, it was different. They did yeah. it differently, and then they found that stressing the grapes um, during the growing actually made the wine more concentrated and yeah. more flavorful. So we've learned so much. It, it it all goes into the same thing when you're making whiskey. Is I guess what I'm what I'm trying yeah. to get when you're making the whiskey. It's it really is no different. You're making first. You make a, a, a wheat wine or a or a oat grain grain wine, a mash, yeah. and ferment that out like just like you would a wine, except for then you distill it afterwards. Well, in these guys' particular case, I mean, what the reasoning why they placed their uh, distillery where they did is because they found a pretty significant deposit of limestone mm. underneath. So. Like I told you before, it was kind of weird driving into the facility because you were driving into like a, not a gated community, but it was a, you know, like a development of some sort. And they had, you know, new homes, fairly new homes that were built there. So it felt weird. I've been driving in. It's like, am I going into somebody's house here? So, and then immediately the first right that you take is back onto this gravelly road. And there's the distillery. So apparently everybody gets their water. Most people get their water from this under underground limestone, you know, a quarry or whatever it is underneath. But um, it makes a difference. I mean, it does. Well, the honest, honest to goodness truth. That's why the water here, particularly in this cabin that we're in, that's why it's so good. The, there's actually a spring house out okay. there. It's limestone filtered. That's awesome. Spring water. So it's... It's the best you can get. It really is. I mean... We've had the water tested and there is some, we probably should have our pipes cleaned out and stuff like yeah. that because there's like some residual minor bacterias and stuff that are in everybody's yeah. water. Um, so we just got to clean the water pipes out and stuff like that, but it's still safe to safe to drink right out of the tap and stuff like that. But it's as pure as, it's more pure than town water. Yeah. Well, it's like up in New York State, a uh, family member of mine has a cabin up there and they, uh, they, um their water smells of methane Ugh. or salt, yeah. not methane, sulfur. sulfur. Um, but they've had the water tested multiple times. The water is clean. I, it's, it's fine. It's just that I think it's because in that specific area, there were oil operations. I'm sure uh, there, cause you can still see old equipment just scattered around the 90, hundred acres there. And it's just, you know, I guess, Stuff seeps off, and you smell it. Oh, sure, and everything. So. Well, there's all those videos of people lighting their faucets on on fire <laughs> yeah. when, after the gas people came through and all that stuff. But, but anyways, yeah, no, that was that was good. That so, was good why stuff. we went down this road is we wanted to let you know that we may not be the most intelligent people on the face of the <laughs> earth, but we have good taste. We have good taste, so we take the time to investigate. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so this place is the filibuster distillery. In uh, in Virginia, so if you ever get a chance, you're down that way. Um, it, it certainly seems like it's um, it seems like it's a worthwhile yeah. 
uh, stop. If yeah, you're, if you're, if yeah, you're I would definitely recommend it to anybody who's a fan of distilleries in general. Now that last drop, uh, I think because all the there was just a little bit down the bottom of the glass. I think all the alcohol kind of evaporated. I really got, I got some more sugar, almost like a almost like a almost a mapley taste. Not not quite. I know that there's no maple in it, but it yeah. almost. I don't know if that's coming. The notes of the the oak, maybe Possible. making it taste like maple. I don't. I don't know. But that was um, that was a very enjoyable little sip of sip of whiskey. Oh, we're not done. I know. I know. <laughs> we're not. This done. is the one I'm scared about. I'm gonna have to sit up here and take a nap <laughs> before I drive home. Hey, are we done yet? <laughs> <laughs> so this next one is 120 proof, rounding up. It's, 117. It's 117. So three, three proof. Accurate. Three proof shot. <laughs> now this one I'm gonna I'm gonna want. Isn't 150 proof like pure grain alcohol? Two, 200 proof. Oh, 200. Yep, because okay. it's double whatever the whatever the alcohol by volume is. You double that, and that's your. Proof. Did you want to rinse your glass out? First? No, I, I I think I'll just. <laughs> Get the last little bit out of there. I want significantly less than last time of this one. That's actually good. I just want enough that I can taste it. Because this stuff is going to rock your world. <laughs> For real. It doesn't take a lot. I'll tell you that. Now, see, now here's the, here's the crazy part. This doesn't smell as alcoholic as that other one. This do, this one doesn't even, it doesn't, you, you don't get a smell of alcohol at all. Wow. Okay, I'm going to go in for the short sip. It burns a little. Not I, I don't think it's a, I don't even think it burns as much as that one does. Yep. Now this is a <clears throat> single estate. This is a single estate single barrel bourbon. Um and let me tell you this is phenomenal. So I was explaining um, with Dave, the single estate means that everything that is in this bottle was grown on one property. Um, and then the single barrel means that this was not blended with anything. This is one batch. This is, this is from one single barrel. It's never been blended or anything like that. And it was most likely a new barrel. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're re required to use new barrels. Okay. With uh, whiskey. See, I use the same. I, I, of course, mine are glass, but I use the same carboy every goddamn time. <laughs> In fact, I use a plastic bucket to do my primary. Well, not for anything, but they're using oak, and oak yeah. actually absorbs it does. properties of the. So, I mean, glass is different because you can basically sanitize it down to the point to where it doesn't so this, have any residual. This was imagine. in the barrel for uh, 18 months. Uh, air dried uh, oh no the barrel is an 18 month air dried barrel fermentation for 72 hours there it is aged for two years and 11 months almost three years in a barrel so that's that's pretty damn good and what happens with that is um <clears throat> they do this in france and this is another reason why french wine is so um, so good is they leave it in the in the barrels outside, so it's mm. in the elements. That's interesting. And what happens is is the reason why the barrels pull the stuff in is so when it gets warm and it, the the and dry, 
then the barrels pull the liquid into the wood and mm-hmm. it absorbs it. When it starts to get cold again, it squeezes all of it back mm-hmm. into the mix. And that, makes that, pra- that, that process back and forth over time causes everything to kind of blend together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how that's you smart. get your, that's how you get your, your notes. And it, it also, um, goes through another process called micro-oxidation. So when it pulls itself into the wood, it pulls in a little bit of oxygen, and then when it gets released back in, all that oxygen kind of releases into the the product and and kind of improves its flavor. I think we're going to spend this whole episode ending up talking about whiskey because we're (laughs) we're like 20 minutes in, and we're still just talking about booze. This This is, I think, is better than the first one. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely honest. Maybe I'm being snooty, but you like the single estate better mm-hmm. than. The... Yeah, it's funny because the person that was doing the tasting asked me. It's like I'm interested to know what you uh, think is, you know, better. Because I tried four. They have four different ones. They have a boondoggler. They have this one. Well, I'm boondoggled. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I'm trying. I can't remember what the third one was, but I. Literally, I came, I, I arrived on these two right here as being my top two favorites. And they're like, yeah, that's typical that, that people would arrive at that. Yeah, I mean, this is wonderful. I'm I'm not as big into whiskey as I was in my early 20s. Yeah. Um, but to me now, a whiskey is something that you put over ice and you just kind of sip at it yeah. while you're watching the sun go down. Yeah. You know, no more shots of whiskey for this boy. I don't do that anymore. Um, I think that's a waste, though. I mean, if it you really think is, that... especially a good one. Yeah, like, you can shoot Jack Daniels all day. I don't care. Yeah, I'm not even a big fan of Jack Daniels anymore. No. That's like I don't even. It's like sh- fire sugar, sugar fire water. Yeah. I really hate that clipping. I don't know what that is, but it's bugging the shit out of me. So I apologize. I'm going to try to edit that out. Sorry, sorry. So this is our test episode because we're <laughs> we're, we're uh, three sheets. The this is called between the sheets. Between the sheets. <laughs> three sheets. Three, three sheets, sheets to, to the, the wind. wind. <laughs> Jinx. That's what we should call it. Um, but um, are we going to talk about anything important? No, I think that I think that we've pretty much eaten up the entire episode talking about uh, talking about whiskey, which is fine. I, yeah. don't have a, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that at all. Um. What's the crescendo? <laughs> the crescendo is me trying to drive my car home and whether or not I get a DUI on Labor Day weekend. Ooh. These are really nice um tasting glasses too. Yeah. These are these are phenomenal. Well, apparently these are traditional cuz these this is the style of glass I guess that they've developed in Scotland for This is exactly what I it's it's made for it's made for exactly this because um, like I said, it it has that round bottom like a wine glass, but then it kind of flutes yeah. um, like a champagne glass. Yep. And that's on purpose because it concentrates all of the aromatics. Uh, so when you're tasting it, you're getting all of the all of the aromatics with. I was it researching some of this stuff. It's crazy the the amount of um, customization. I guess I don't know what other word to use right now. There is out there with regards to whiskey paraphernalia. Yeah. Like I, they. I was looking at a water dropper, and it's it's not like your standard like dropper like you would use for like um, vitamin E drops or something like that. This is literally a fluted glass crystal um, 
I don't even know what to call it, like just a fluted piece of glass, basically, that has no openings on either end. And you just dip it in the water, and then it, for some reason, the way that they design them, it accurately um, <laughs> manages the amount of water that drops off the edge of it. So it's a traditional thing. They had one that comes in Harris tweed. Like, it's it's in its own little <laughs> suit coat. It, I mean, it's like, it's ridiculous the amount of... Well, it's just like anything else. The pretentiousness oh my level gosh. of it is just exactly the amount that you allow to happen. Yeah, it's just like... And I get it. That's cool and everything. I think it's personally cool. But at the same time, it's like, it's not necessary. It, but it's... Whatever happened to just shoving it in a flask and putting it in your <laughs> coat pocket and going to work <laughs> you know you know we'd have less problems in workplace environments if everybody was allowed to drink boy we proved that on friday <laughs> didn't we <laughs> oh my gosh you you were i don't know what was going on over on your side of the world it was uh, five glasses of wine that's what was going on on my side <laughs> and people doing backflips in the office yeah, and that, it, it was utter chaos uh at work at work on friday we had a just a little bit of a get together on Friday. We we were all working and doing stuff like that, but we had like a hundred tacos and <laughs> Good God. margarita station and wine and everything else. And there it was, was a recipe for it. Uh, really was. It was a we recipe were, for fun. Yeah, some batteries were blown up. <laughs> back backflips yeah. were going on in the office. S- successful backflips. Yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, I, I was. was I was half worried that we were going to have to call nine one one for. With a neck brace or something. I thought exactly <laughs> that was going to happen. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> this will be the last day of drinking here at work. So <laughs> there's a 911 call and Paul's out back catching batteries on fire. <laughs> Some dude's laying on the ground in the office with his neck in a brace. <laughs> Somebody else is over, over like drinking out of a bottle. And oh, man. People are talking very loudly to each other. <laughs> Yeah, that would probably uh, that'd probably be a bad day. Probably a bad day. <laughs> but it was it was a good day. It, it was, was it, it was, was enjoyable. A, it, was it was lighthearted. It 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 kind of cleared the clean. It was a palate cleanser. I, I yeah. Think. It, it I was surprised like, we got any uh, actual uh, work <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah, uh, I don't. I feel like I didn't get as much done as I probably could have. <laughs> but um, it, it was what it was. Mensa, it, mensa. It, it needed to happen. It yeah. needed to happen. So. Um, <laughs> honestly, I think that's, uh, I, I don't really know what else. <laughs> don't talk so loud. I, I really don't know what else to say. This is great whiskey. Um, I'm warm. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm very warm. Um, oh gosh! Yeah, no. every once in a while it gets you. Like the, it, it was, it was really great at first, and it's. I mean, it's still good, but I'm, I'm even getting some kind of spices. In yeah, there is on this one. I can't remember what they told me. It doesn't really say on the back of this one. But I'm getting it. I'm getting spices in there. Yeah, I think they something like vanilla and some other things. I don't remember what. It's good though. Do you want more? No. <laughs> I gotta drive. I mean, I do want more, but I've gotta, I've gotta be able to. Everybody's like, "What the hell is going on right now?" <laughs> yeah. If you've made it this far, um, you can go ahead and go to Facebook to forward slash PA between the lines. <laughs> go to Twitter at the BTL Podcast. Um, our website is the BTL Podcast dot com. Uh, 
<laughs> stuff. Uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. We say lots of things normally, but uh, yeah. this time around. This time it's... it's um, the I'm whiskey finding, one. I'm finding myself... It's finding it hard to come up with things to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good whiskey, though. That's really good. So We that, haven't had that much, in all honesty. It's no, we like, really haven't. We've had a couple of sips, and... Uh, uh, it's if if we're drunk by this point, we're yeah, pretty we're, bad. We're lightweights. I don't think that I'm. I don't think that I'm drunk, but it's definitely. It's got a kick. It, yeah, it's it's definitely like I I'm sweating a little bit. Yeah, like it, it's yeah. raised my body temperature yeah. just just a little bit. <laughs> well, so. what was it the old uh, um, Alaska when it was first being colonized? I guess or people were starting to set down roots. Remember the. Old St. Bernard rescue dogs. Oh, it has a little barrel of whiskey. Barrel of whiskeys around their neck and everything. I've never personally experienced that, but I remember reading about, yep. you know, yeah, those interesting things. I, I would buy a dog and tie whiskey around its yeah, neck. Yeah, I, I, would, I would always like a whiskey delivery system. <laughs> I mean, that's a great idea. <laughs> Just a and then you get your whiskey come right to you. I, the the pictures I always saw it was actually like a small batch barrel, like a little yeah. barrel cask or yeah, something. Yeah, like a little like a it's like yeah, good grief. It's like it's, it's fermenting while the dog is running to you. It's like it's it's getting better properties. Yeah, you're it, you're aging it. Yeah, while he's running around, he's mixing it as he, he is, runs to he you. Is. I wonder I wonder if there's anything to that the the sloshing around if that if that would do anything good or bad. Otherwise, you know, good or otherwise. I wonder if they had competitions for the dogs. There like they go. had races or something and they would tie the little things. Make around. them drink the whole barrel first and then <laughs> see who gets to the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see which ones pass out in the yard. <laughs> They're the best kind of games. Yeah. Well, right. I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we started, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, it's an episode. Yeah. I mean, it counts. It counts. I think this is... Um, in total numbers, this is eighty three or eighty four. Yeah, I'd have to look. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's somewhere around. There. I want to say eighty three. That sounds better. So we're getting uh, we're getting up there in in episodes and in age. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's some sitcoms that don't last this long. That's true. So that's true, and they're not good. And well, it is what it is. What is with all the Atari sounds coming through <laughs> these headphones? Like. Is somebody playing Dig Dug, and I'm, and I'm just not aware of it? So apparently uh, drinking whiskey opens up the uh, radio spectrum or something. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. We've become more open to radio waves. Aliens. At any rate, you can find us on Facebook at PA Between the Lines. You can find us on Twitter at the BTL Podcast, and you can check out our website, thebtlpodcast.com. You can find this podcast and share it from all of your uh, wherever podcasts are found we're on spotify we're on breaker we're on itunes we're on google podcasts uh coming soon to youtube we haven't quite gotten that set up yet but we're working on figuring out the um the video portion to go with the audio so once we get that figured out we'll be putting videos up and and, and then uh then all hell will break loose because then you guys can comment on the videos, so I, I still I, I'm still uh, wondering if I can blur blur my face or overlay it with somebody <laughs> else, like have a Ronald Reagan mask. Well, we can always reface the videos and and, <laughs> yeah. and and reface ourselves as like Ronald Reagan. I'm gonna be Edward Lincoln. Norton through the go. entire. There you go. I mean, we or could. Nick Cage. I'm gonna be Nick Cage Nicholas through the Cage. entire. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they sold the Constitution. 
and we gotta go get it now. It's all on the back of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah, just on a side note, you should watch um, uh, something Willies. Uh, something Willies. No, d- don't look up something Willies. Uh, you <laughs> might get something else. Let me <laughs> just saying, there's a Nick Cage movie out. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you it right now because I think everybody should watch this. And of course, this isn't gonna load. Anyways, it's basically Nick Cage goes into this place that's sort of like Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, Lord. Do you know what Five Nights yes, at the, Freddy's the video is? video game, yeah. But it, the name of it's Willie something or other, Ventured Willie or something, and he has no dialogue in the entire film. Like, he doesn't say a single word. He makes some guttural sounds with his throat while he's playing pinball. Yes, he plays pinball quite often and drinks beer quite a bit. It is the most phenomenal... Hands down, best performance that Nick Cage has ever delivered in his entire career. So, oh boy! But anyways, I digress. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna go ahead and end that there. And um. So tune in next week. I don't know what we'll be talking about, but I'm sure it won't be whiskey. Again. <laughs> and if it is, and we, if it is, we've just given up. So <laughs> ah, screw it. <laughs> let's just talk about booze every episode. Uh, ah, sh- Hey, maybe maybe we'll get more listeners. I don't know. I don't know what Biden's doing. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> hey, maybe we could have Nancy Pelosi on the podcast. She oh. likes to drink. Yeah. <laughs> she likes to do lots of things. Oh, all right. Anyway. Everyone have a good week. Um, try not to end any, uh, you know, end, end any democracies or, <laughs> yeah. or um, you know, allow any any Marines to be killed or civilian populations to be thrown from planes. Uh, let's see if we can hold down on that kind of shit for a month or so. Um, and um, we'll see what happens uh, throughout the week, and that's what we'll be talking about next week on Between the Lines. So everyone have a great week. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs>